Hey, this is a short Ask Philip podcast bonus episode that I'm dropping just for questions. I'm just testing out a few things. I did the last one on Friday without any questions, just the interview. I'm going to drop the questions extra. I'm just playing with some things and seeing how it works out. So enjoy it and let's get to it. First question, and I don't have Steve today, so you get my voice. Hey, Philip, what are your thoughts on puts and calls? Let me first explain what puts and calls are uh, at a basic form. They're options, and they're options that let you bet either on the market going up or the market uh, going down or a stock going up or a stock going down. So, for example, if you think Apple stock is going to go down over a period of time, then you would buy options that correlate with that period of time. Uh, that mean I, I, that that pay off during that period of time, and so and you would buy put. You would buy put option, basically saying, "Hey, I bet that Apple stock uh, will go down." Now, I don't want to go super nerd on 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 puts and calls, but for example, if you buy an option that um, uh, expires in 12 months and Apple doesn't go down in, until the 18th month, you're not going to make any money because you have to buy the option with the right time frame. So that's really, really important. Um, calls, um, calls are the reverse. So let's say you think Apple's going to go up. Uh, so you would buy um, call, a call on Apple stock for the period of time that you want to buy it for. And if it goes up during that period of time, then you're, you, you'll make money if you sell and, 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 and realize those profits over that period of time, right? You can also sell puts and sell calls. And I don't really want to get into that because that makes it super confusing. But at a basic level, right, we're talking about just buying puts or buying calls. You're betting on the market going up and down. You can buy puts and calls on the same asset prices to 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 bet on the range. There's lots you could do with it. But the bigger picture is you're you're and and, and let me explain like how you want to think when you're buying puts and calls. You really want to think like an insurance company because you don't want to make these bets based on um uh emotions or, or, or guesswork or just doing you you want to you want to have done the numbers, crunched the odds, and kind of have an idea of what's your probability of winning over that period of time. And if you don't know, I don't really think you should play in options and puts because you can you can potentially make a lot, but you can really, really, really lose a whole lot uh, if you don't if you don't do it right. But those are my thoughts on puts and calls. Next question, Philip, what are your thoughts on investing in IPOs? In general, I don't like it. I don't like IPOs. I don't invest in IPOs in general. I'm trying to think if I've ever personally invested in an IPO and I don't think that I've have because when you just look at the math of it, IPOs, um, it's, it's not a lot of people make money on IPOs. And, and then if you understand like what's happening in finance around IPOs, 
you gotta you gotta know that a lot of IPOs happen around the end of a market cycle. So let's 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 play it out. So you have a company like you know let's say XYZ tech company, and it gets started with angel investor and VC money, and they go five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten years. They get really really big, uh, and then the VC they're like, well, hey, we need to. Uh, get our money out like we invested 10 years ago and we need to get our money out and what you'll notice when you pay attention is you don't hear much about ipos when the market's going down because they're like we don't want to sell and lose money into a bad market there's not enough buyers so they want to wait until retail investors are excited like they are right now and they want to sell into that excitement the problem is the retail investor gets excited almost always at the end of a of a, of a bull market. And so they, it, it's in their excitement by the IPO and all the smart money gets cashed out. Uh, and shortly thereafter, you have a lot of retail investors that lose money on the IPO. Um, and it happens over and over and over again. Again, this is not every single IPO, but what you'll find is a lot of IPOs come out at the end of a market rally. But another thing too, is a lot of IPOs, um, um, uh, are not priced appropriately. Some are priced, you know, relatively low for what it should be. But, um, but in general, people just it's, it's, it's hard to make money on IPOs. And so I don't really get involved in IPOs personally. That's just me, my two cents. Next question: How to de- how do you decide when you want to be aggressive with your investing or conservative uh, with your investing? Because so 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 for our for our models, there's time periods where I'll dial back risk and increase risk. So what am I looking at? I'm looking at a couple different things, and I'm gonna simplify it. It's market liquidity, or how liquid are markets? What does liquid mean? Just how much money is in the market? Is there a lot of money? Is the Fed, the central bank, adding money to the system, or taking money out of the system? Like what's the liquidity of the market? If the liquidity is high, then that's a positive for me uh being aggressive if it's low that's a negative that that one determine that one factor won't determine everything but it's one thing i'm looking at second is how's the economy doing um you know is it is it healthy is it unhealthy that's that's another factor third factor is i look at uh, market momentum which is which i use technical analysis to to analyze it and that gives you a picture of if the trend, is the trend, is the market trend strong, right? Meaning is it strongly going up or is it strongly going down or is it neutral, right? Those are factors. If it's strongly going up, that's a positive for being aggressive, strongly going down, negative for being aggressive and a positive for being conservative. Um, if it's neutral, then, you know, again, I'm looking at, I'm not looking at these different factors in a back, you know, looking at all of them together um and i'm looking at not just the u.s market but the u.s market different sectors in the u.s the global markets how are different sectors uh performing relative to other sectors that's giving me uh, a clue so i use all that and it's kind of like you know when you're playing a sport let's call it basketball since it's nba playoff seasons you know you're you're looking at your opponent plus uh how you know your teammates how they're being played time 
they got lots of different factors before you're going to decide whether to shoot, pass, dribble, right? A lot of things going on to make your decision. Same thing is going on when I'm analyzing whether I want to be aggressive or conservative. And all of them are building a case for the overall big picture, which allows me to know, okay, I'm ultimately aggressive, ultimately conservative. Next question. What's the best investment for business owners? So this is actually a good question because I have a lot of friends, clients who, who own their business. And since there's stock mania going on right now, a lot of people are hearing about all these cool stock and IPOs they can invest their money in. And I had to, you know, talk to, talk to a friend and say, Hey, listen, these, you know, you're, you're saving, you know, X amount of money into your diversified portfolio. I mean, it, anything over and above that, I mean, I would get, in my opinion, I was like, your best investment would be investing back into your business because this is your business, a lot of room to grow on the upside and you're operating it. You have more control. So, you know, if, if, if I were um, you and I'm looking saying, Hey, where's my best risk reward or where am I going to get the best bang for my buck? Like it's taking a dollar and flipping it into your business versus taking a dollar and flipping it in somebody else's business that you don't own, you don't control, that may or may not do better. Uh, it may sound sexy to say, hey, I own, you know, Airbnb, IPO stock, right, or whatever, but I'm talking about making money. And when it comes to making money, you want to go with the, the opportunities that have the best risk reward. And if you're a business owner and you're not willing to bet on yourself above and above everybody else, uh, then maybe you shouldn't be in business my two cents i know that was a bit harsh but it wasn't really it's meant to just kept to my attention it's like yeah i will bet on myself more than somebody else's business right so why are you in business if you're you're not going to do that next question philip what are your thoughts on gold mining stocks i like them personally and uh many of the clients that we manage or many of the accounts that we manage uh it's one of our biggest positions a gold mining etf um Gold mining stocks has a high correlation to do well when gold does well because gold mining stocks own and mine gold. Uh, and it's a, it's a more leverage play on gold, meaning in, in general, it, you know, uh, if gold is doing well, gold mining stocks should do better. Uh, and if gold doesn't do well, they're going to do uh, very likely worse. Um, and so it's a leverage play on gold. Um, I like it. I think all this money printing, it's a great environment for gold and gold mining stocks. People who are bearish on the dollar with all this money printing going on in America and around the world. Um, so, so yeah, I like, I personally like gold mining stocks. You need to do your own research and pick your own. But me personally, um, I like it for those reasons. It's real simple. No, no complexity here. That's it. Y'all quick questions. I uh, made it short and sweet today since Steve is not here. I uh, hope y'all like it. Please make sure you're subscribing um, on Spotify podcast, wherever you listen, share it with some friends, give me a review, uh, shoot me some questions. If you have any, you can DM me on uh, Instagram at AskPhilip or shoot me an email, philip at philipwashingtonjr.com. Y'all enjoy your day. If you are interested in having a review of your portfolio or to see how far on track you are with your retirement goals, Philip offers complimentary consults through his company, Stonehill Wealth Management. For more information, log on to StonehillWealthManagement.com 
forward slash talk. That's StonehillWealthManagement.com forward slash talk. Philip Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance.